0: This isn't just about the NBA. If we can't pull this off, what are college basketball
1: and high school basketball and middle school basketball going to do? And who, you know, we are going to be the template for them in a lot of respects on the things we learn and what we can communicate to everybody downstream. So again, this is another situation where it's bigger than just the NBA and it's bigger than just basketball. Well, I don't know about middle school basketball, but I get his point about uh, college hoops. But not everybody can go in the bubble, so even if they do pull it off, there's still going to be plenty of challenges when we get to college basketball. That's Mark Cuban right there. It does seem like college basketball is a long way away, and there's plenty of stuff to worry about between now and then. Sure. Wizards forward Davis Bertrands is going to sit out the NBA's restart in Orlando, Florida. Preventive measure as he prepares for free agency. Coming off his best shooting season as a pro, he has had two previous ACL injuries in his career, and he can shoot PK, so you got to figure there's a payday coming.
2: Well, is it the right thing to sit out?
1: The right thing.
2: Yeah, the right thing.
1: Uh, for him
2: individually, yes. Uh, Evan Fournier would say no. Because? He tweeted out, seriously though, if you think it's okay to sit and watch your teammates play while you're perfectly healthy, it says a lot about you. Boom. There it is. That's whoop. How many times I got to tell you?
1: Trevor Ariza isn't going to play. He's got a one-month visitation window with his son, and so he is going to take that, and he is not going to play for the Blazers.
2: What is a one-month visitation window? Uh,
1: so the uh, mom has custody of the kid, and so he's got a one-month time period where he can spend time with the kid. That's it. Apparently, that's it. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> uh, that's the time he gets. I, I maybe the the uh, in a lot of. Uh, Custody cases you hear that somebody gets, you know, alternating weekends or something like that, but maybe that doesn't work for him as an NBA player, not knowing when he's gonna be in town and all that kind of stuff. So maybe they settled on this one-month summer visitation window. I don't know. That's the best I can best I can give you without reading it. I just you know Trevor Ariza and Davis Bertrands are out. Although the Blazers and Wizards are long shots to make the playoffs. I think it becomes important to the NBA when it's players on the top teams in the league, and these are uh I guess the middle of the league and the bottom of the 22 teams that are coming Oh, yeah.
2: Who cares if you're just a scrub, man? There you go. All NBA lives don't matter here. It's it's just the, the top stars that matter. So you can do whatever you want if you're down on the bottom. We don't really care about you. Is that what you're saying?
1: I think that is how most fans are going to treat it when it comes to the all-important TV ratings and cash. If the big names are there, then it's legit and interesting because the league's been selling us stars for a long time.
2: Uh, Is it right for anyone to sit out? Evan Fournier says no. No.
1: Toronto Uh, Raptors are... Oh, go ahead. No, you continue. Toronto Raptors arrived in southwest Florida to begin their preparations for the restart. They're going to be at Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers. That'll be their home base until they travel to Orlando July 7th. We'll see if they can go down there and train and not have a bunch of positive tests and not wreck this before it gets started.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL.
1: Cleveland Browns running back Kareem Hunt, who was suspended eight games last year, said that, quote, I've got to do better, end quote. He also said he learned from an incident in January in which he admitted... To police that he would fail a drug test for marijuana following a traffic stop, I would say that was out of character. Hunt said, "I've been working to become a better person each and every day. Definitely not looking for anything like that to happen again. I got to do better. Shouldn't have done it. I'm ready to move on from that."
2: Yeah, I hope that happens. That's a good statement by a young man trying to make his life better. That's pretty awesome. I, mean, I don't off, know if it's going to happen.
1: Right, I don't know either. But coming off an eight-game suspension, those things <laughs> tend to escalate. Four games first, and then you get hit with eight, and pretty soon you can lose the whole season. Uh, police in Aberdeen, South Dakota have arrested a suspect and charged him with simple assault after he sucker punched Philadelphia Eagles tight end Dallas Goedert over the weekend in an incident at a bar. The punch reportedly left the Eagles tight end unconscious. He was treated at a local hospital before being released. Sucker punched someone and knocking him out. That is brutal. Who arrested him? Police in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Police? W- yes. W- what is that?
2: I think you know what that is. Police? Yep. Police. How early 2020 is that? DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football. We're still months away from what could be the potential kickoff. That's our focus. But as I've said repeatedly, we have to prepare to adjust to the circumstances, just like we're adjusting right now after the last four or five days.
1: That's SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey right there. Programs need to be adaptable. At Boise State, they've adapted. The campus has been closed, including sports, but the entire campus for the remainder of the week admitted increase in community-based coronavirus cases. School sent out a news release. Eight positive or presumed positive coronavirus cases were discovered across the campus. So shutting it down for a few days.
2: This is such an interesting thing for us in sports radio because you told me years ago people want to have some moments of levity and yep. enjoyment on the way to go to work. Yep. And every day we talk about Corona. Or corona. I guess you can call it Corona. I was going to say COVID. And every day we talk about race and COVID. And it's always negative. Yes. And we're, we're going against, which I believe was the right thing you had told me years ago. I mean we're going back years. Yes. But every day yeah. we come in and we have negative news on this virus and race. Yeah. Where we're going as sports radio. It's interesting. And when then we get people preaching to us. You need to be educated. You need to do this. You need to do that. All these white people who are preaching to us about how not to be racist. It's just I was thinking about it yesterday thinking about where are we going as an entity in sports radio? What, what do people want from us? I don't know that I have any answers. I'm just posing thoughts that are running through I my have... mind because news is news, and we do report news.
1: Yes, and I think we're caught in a, uh, you know, between the rock and the hard spot here between what this format is supposed to do and what has been successful for this format over the, late, over the years. And it's not just us. You know, it's not just our station. It's not even just our market. This is, no. you know, across the country. Yeah. Uh, but you're just caught in a time right now where, you know, the, the quote unquote good news we shared, um, there just isn't a lot of it out there. And when we get it, you know, we run to it. But there just isn't that much of it. But you see polls about how unhappy the country is right now. But the other alternative is to do something that isn't real. And I don't think that works either. Uh, we have watched other shows come and go in the market and thought, well, that's not really real. <laughs> and and that's what the audience has thought, because the show's gone away. So I think right now what we're trying to do is get to whenever they start playing games again. And maybe that's July. Hopefully that's July. I can't guarantee it's July. It'll be whenever it'll be. Um, but the thought that the NBA bubble won't work and college football will be delayed and will be caught in this cycle for another uh Three to four to six months, or through the winter into the next spring. Man, I hope that's not the case. I mean, this is. Yeah, big- we
2: managed to yeah. have fun even when there wasn't games. I don't think we Man. need games to have fun. I mean, it's just if if one backup long snapper somewhere in Massachusetts tests positive, we're going to talk about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is uh, this is the uh, power broker in the Mountain West shutting down their campus. So. Them. But what if you want to go to the it? other side of the country, Mississippi State running back Kylan Hill announced on social media he won't play for the Bulldogs this year unless the state flag has changed. So to your point, there it is. He was 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns last year. So
2: that's... Yeah, I mean, I think that he's deciding that he's got power, so he's going to use it. I mean, if you go, as I understand it, and doing some research on this, uh, particularly watching PTI the other day, neither mississippi or mississippi state has any representation of the flag on their campuses they've long since taken that out so this is about the state not the school this is about this young man realizing that he's good and he has power because they need and want him i think that's what it's about
1: yeah, he's good. 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns in the SEC. you got to assume that's, uh, <laughs> that's NFL draft territory right there. Right.
2: It goes back to your Travis Ariza and whoever Davis Bertrands is for the NBA. You just said, basically you said, who gives a crap if these guys play or not? Nobody cares. But if the Stars don't play, then we've got a problem with the TV ratings. That's right out of your own mouth just five minutes ago. So this young man, if he was the third or fourth team running back, He wouldn't be able to say anything, but because he's rushed for whatever you just said, uh, 1,350 yards, he's got some some leverage, so he's calling upon a state, which really has nothing to do with the university, to take away this flag. So he's using the power that he suddenly woke up and realized, hey, I've got it.
1: Two Liberty football players announced on social media they're transferring, citing racial insensitivity and cultural incompetence. Patrol Clark, Tavion Land made separate statements on social media, said it was bigger than football and said it was racial insensitivity displayed by leadership at Liberty. So they are both out of there. One of the I think one of them is a three star. The other one's a four star kid. So
2: four star from Liberty.
1: Yeah, I know. Right. Had a chance to go to SEC schools, and he went to Liberty. But now he's
2: meanwhile, another ten people just changed the station. DJ
0: and PK. #Hashtag Major League Baseball. I might have been
2: outliered that I kept all along, this be a season. Yeah, you know, it should be a season. I used to that both sides, you, know, you had to have baseball. Uh, they can't go 17 months without anything. You know, I didn't think we would get this ugly and, and take this long. I didn't foresee that. But I knew they had to at least try to have a baseball season in, or else they would have lost just a
0: ton of fans.
1: Bob Nightingale, USA Today, and why the season needed to happen. The commissioner is going to have to make it happen. Couldn't cut a deal with the uh, players. The players, and basically the deal was for what the commissioner is going to impose, but I guess the players want to file a grievance. So I think I just chased away 10 more listeners, PK. I got that going for me, which is nice. Way to go. 60 games, supposed to end September 27th and then into the playoffs, and it'll be a 10-team playoff format. The traditional format, not the 16 that uh, had been discussed. It's too bad. Maybe my Padres would have had a shot at 16.
2: Your Padres?
1: Yes. Seems like a tougher
2: deal now. You don't pay attention to Padres. Ah, I might have got gotten the playoffs. You bandwagoner, or as you say, bandwagger. Exactly. (laughs) See, have some fun. Say some stupid stuff. You're the king of doing that. (laughs)
1: Well, that's one of the problems. I've been getting more sleep during this, and I'm I'm not making as many uh, goofy mistakes and mix your
2: malaprops. That's yeah. what you are known for. Malaprop away. <laughs> more malaprops. Drop uh, yuck. if he if he's exhausted, then just play some of them. no give, me, give me the old Wang <laughs> and Wang.
1: <laughs> well, we moved over to our new system. I'm still getting that all
0: updated, so I'll work on it. But
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. That's what's trending. There's a lot of racial news and a lot of uh, coronavirus news right there. <laughs> Chased you all the way now. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up this morning, Kirk Cragthorpe. Where has Kurt Cragthorpe been? Well, at a golf course near you. He's covering Utah golf now for Fairways Media and the Salt Lake Tribune. Going to check in with him at 8 o'clock. Jerry Brewer, columnist for the Washington Post at 9 o'clock. Right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: A big show. It's a big deal. With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott.
1: Chris Maddox from Sports Illustrated.
0: I've talked to dozens of NBA personnel and types that have real concern about Florida right now. Florida was the state that collectively shrugged at protecting yourself against coronavirus. They opened up earlier than everybody else. They allowed the beach to be flooded longer than everybody else. We can snub our nose at scientists all they want, but scientists are the ones that said, you act like this and you're going to see a spike. And here we are. Middle of June and a spike is here. Now the NBA is going to have. Tested people rolling through there. So there's some definite concerns with going down there into that state, which is only getting hotter as a COVID hotspot. The Big Show, weekdays from 2 to 7 on 97.5 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
1: DJ and PK, it's 975 at 1280 the zone, and it is time for Hot Takes or Toast. Brought to you by Master Electrical Services. Master Electrical is always open during this challenging time. Call Master Electrical at 801 543 2222 for upfront pricing and your satisfaction guaranteed. Master Electrical will light up your day. All right, PK, question of the morning. What should we talk about today? Let the people drive the bus. Where do you want to take this show? I- Idaho, we're going to Idaho. No, go go south, go south. Go south? It's hot south. St. George, here we come. Southwest. Ah, the beach. Yeah, there you go. Now you're talking. (laughs) Yeah. James ignores the question. What should we talk about Tuesdays? I don't listen to 1280 anymore. You guys talk well, politics. Gee, you guys talk politics way too much. I'm sick of the constant COVID 19 updates. Besides, this, yeah. these athletes need to stay in their lanes. Simply do what they're paid to do: play ball. This includes D Mitchell. All of a sudden, he's fallen in love with weighing in on politics way too much. You got one thumbs up for that.
2: Well, that's two different things. There, that's us talking about it, and that's Donovan Mitchell weighing in on politics. That's I think that's two distinct topics right there I don't uh, merge the two you know either way which way you want to go but I do think it's an issue and our listenership what they want what we have given them I mean Locke who I've always viewed as a radio programming genius and have just an enormous amount of respect for him uh, told me years ago when uh, You just you just spoke about how we had a lot of shows at other stations as we've moved around that mm-hmm. competed against us. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Locke told me, he said, every morning when I turn on DJ and PK, I know what I'm getting. I'm getting the logical, straight, narrow guy uh, who makes sense. I'm getting the wild card dude who I don't know what he's going to say next. And I know I'm coming away with that. And I turn on to that every day and he said it's like a sitcom those sitcoms once they get going and establish themselves basically have the same theme over and over again you can go back from the beginning of what was the first sitcom I don't know whatever it was but you knew what you were getting and they developed that and they have different offshoot of themes off of that but the central premise was a lot of the same. And he said, some other shows, I don't know what I'm getting. And people aren't comfortable with that or familiar with that, and that's not their routine. And so because of this situation, we've had to or chose to, whichever, probably a combo of both, gotten away a little bit from what we do at our best. And then maybe it's the situation is dictated. And then you've got these... Athletes like Donovan Mitchell, we talked about this yesterday. You know, he's a 23-year-old young man, a product of multiple uh, private schools, a boarding school right at the end. Has lived, uh, certainly had financial advantages that I never had growing up, and has been out there saying stuff on social media, which clearly his is his right. But then it comes back to us, is how much does the public want us to talk about it? And should we say, you should listen to him. So where we have these middle-aged white dudes, you and me, who are preaching to people. Well, who am I to be preaching to people? You should do this or that. What? I can't even keep my own house in order. And I'm preaching to people on what they should do and not do. And how they should view people of various races. And we should all view people the same. I mean, everybody knows that. You know, we make a big deal about the thing about the, the bubble Wallace, and I saw you retweeted it with so many people. I actually think that's the overwhelming majority. But finally, we got some good news. One bad thing happens. Man, the media goes nuts on it, and good, good that we had some solidarity. I actually think that's the overwhelming majority. I could be 100% wrong. I I, I profess to know nothing on this beyond what I believe, not knowing if what I believe is true or if it's direct opposite and it's 100 percent false, 180 degrees from it. I don't know. I'm not trying to convince anybody because I don't know.
1: Just as you say that, I wonder, is it the certainty people crave the uncertainty? You know, you talk about in our show, the certainty about the two personalities and then about the three topics, jazz, cougars, utes. In whatever order, depending on you know the day and the season, Utes, Cougars, Jazz, Cougars, Utes, Jazz, Jazz, yeah. Utes, Cougars, Jazz, Cougars,
2: Utes. Play the hits, and some Aggies. Aggies have some Aggies. They work themselves, yeah, themselves and, into the conversation. You're right.
1: Some Aggies and and some NFL and some NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there you, you branch out a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. RSL, you got to mix them in there.
1: We don't. We we okay, don't like. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, you crave that uh, you crave that certainty, but these are uncertain times. And and you got people on edge. And it okay, bugs people. No, e- and I agree and with maybe, you hundred percent. And maybe bugs people more than whatever we say. Are they are they bugged by what we're saying or are they bugged by the fact that they're already on edge? And we can't I don't know what, soothe them? Well, maybe they need weird. us
2: even more to do what we do. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think they want to be preached to by radio guys on how to live your life. That That is one thing that I feel real certain about. They don't need me to tell you that, boy, you need to treat people of different races very well. I don't think they need me to say that.
1: Steven wants us to talk about how to make Utah more of a place people want
2: to come play for. I'm talking Jazz and Utes. Uh, well... Yeah... Recruit them as far as the Jazz, uh, pay them as much money as you could possibly pay them, and then win. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's all you can do. You can't make it South Beach. You can't make it uh, whatever glamour city you want that whatever they have. You can't give them sixty-five degrees most days in January. You know you can't do that. But what you can do is pay them a ton of money and give them. A winning situation.
1: Two things that have drawn many players to many teams: chance to make a lot of money and a chance to win.
2: But we got to do what we do. You know what I mean? Knock, knock. Who's there? Nana. Nana who? Nana, your business.
1: Dad jokes bring him. <laughs> Daniel says Utah needs an NHL team. That's what we should be talking about.
2: I don't see any sense of uh, that happening. (laughs) I didn't know that was on the verge of happening either. Right. So, I mean, we just can't pluck stuff out of the sky.
1: That comes down to show me a billionaire who wants to buy a team and build a stadium. In this case, an arena. And that's what it comes down to. We've had this, because you can fill it in. Now it's an NHL team, but in the past we've had NFL team, MLB team. Well, it comes down to two things. Who's got the money to buy the team and, and build wherever they're going to play? You do those two things, you got a shot at a team. You don't yeah, do those man, two teams, and we're just blathering on and wasting
2: time. I couldn't tell you if the NHL is interested in expanding. I wouldn't have any idea might be able to buy a team and move it i don't know if anyone is for sale or relo interested in relocating but if they do and you go to the arena and people were talking about it and channel two got the contract away we go stop a stop interrupting you and boom there it is <laughs> no that's whoop there it is not yet maybe eventually Jack wants
1: us to talk about the new recruiting that Coach Smith has signed at Utah State for his new B-ball season.
2: Got some Russian dude, and away they go. Yep. Yeah, and that, that, that's uh, that's not part of the hits. It might be part of the hits in February and March, and if it is, we'll do it. But not in June. Be, now we got to appeal to the, the largest base possible. I mean that's that's our charge. I mean sports radio is in an interesting situation now because I just don't think I, I'm, I'm convinced that people don't want to be preached to. Whether they want discussion about social issues day after day and somebody in Western Michigan has been tested positive, uh, That's debatable. But I'm convinced they don't want to be preached to, especially by white people who've lived with white people their whole lives. And they're ninety nine percent of their majority of their friends are white people. They live in white neighborhoods and we're supposed to tell them what they need to do. And uh, by people who post black squares and don't do much else except post black squares. <laughs> and we're going to preach to them. Sounds like a perfect pretty, recipe. I'm pretty sure they don't want mm. that. <laughs>
1: Leroy says how useless sports talk radio is without
2: sports. You see, I I I disagree on that. Because there are issues that we discuss that are ongoing. You know, that we discuss first off the top of my head, the kid who wants out of his letter of intent before ever arriving at the university. I mean, that has nothing to do with games. That's well, an issue, right? and we would talk about that.
1: And we did our whole spring football tour, which we have done uh, many years, and we did that. So there weren't the games, but you take uh, you know where the, where the college teams look and uh, what the issues are that are facing teams on the, the youths, the Cougars, and the Aggies schedule in April and May, and we did all of that. So there's a ton of stuff out there that we normally do, and we've knocked it out. But there is a segment of the show where we usually talk about games and the issues that come out of the games, and we haven't had those games, and we haven't had the new issues that the games bring up.
2: The part that's missing. No, but I think that's temporary. I don't, I don't think it's long-term.
1: I guess, uh, I guess we would all want to know then how long do you think temporary is? Define <laughs> temporary and long-term. Another I'm, month? Well, I'm, two years is temporary. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't want to go two more years. None he of says, us do. Right? He says
2: speaking for a lot of people. And they won't. It's too much money at stake. And it, it won't happen. It's gonna At the most, it's going to go four months. Five months.
1: Jim wants us to talk about how pro sports are dying on the vine. I don't think they are dying on the vine. I think they're taking a hit. They're definitely taking a hit. They're not dying on the vine. This isn't uh dying on the vine suggests this is the end of pro sports. And this is not the, end. why would they be
2: dying on the vine?
1: They would be dying on the vine because they're not able to play games right now. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I know. I don't think they are dying on the vine. Uh,
2: I know you don't, but I'm just saying, why does he?
1: Maybe because he sees the labor issues in uh, baseball, and he's referring to that. I mean, football isn't anywhere close to dying on the vine. Baseball's had labor issues before, and it's gone on. It's ugly, and they fight over money, and then they come back, and the games
2: go on. Oh, every pro sport has had yeah. that. It's just that. But it, that's what I'm saying. Is there more to it? Is it the... The political nature of it. Is that where he's going? I
1: don't I can't answer for him yeah. on that. I don't know. He doesn't say.
2: Because we know some people are turned off. There's a guy who emails us all the time. I don't know how much you look at our, your work email. I see it. Or, but he, and I've never responded to the guy. I don't know if you have. Nope. Uh, but he, he emails us probably once a week or whatever. And it's basically the same right-wing message. Yep, and if Last they pe- yep. if they do anything that he doesn't like, he's done with them. All right, buddy, we got it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't it was, have to he, keep he was telling us. Stephen was emailing us, and he was emailing us about the uh, the NFL. If they take any, he's done.
2: And it's variations of that over and over. Mm-hmm. And if uh, uh, people say stuff, uh, athletes say stuff socially, he's done. Blah 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 blah. So I'm wondering how much of that is getting under folks' skin. You know, and Mitchell saying what he said, I don't really care what Mitchell says. As I see he's a 23-year-old young man. Uh, he wants to express himself, express himself. Doesn't It really doesn't matter to me. You don't want to express yourself? You want to keep it to yourself? Keep it to yourself. If you want to put out stuff, you know, free-ish, if that's what you're thinking, go ahead and say it. I just, I, don't, I don't know how much those tweets and those black squares are going to change the world. If that's all it took, that'd be awesome, because then the world would be changed, <laughs> and it'd be a better place. But obviously, in my mind, it needs more than just some white people living in their white neighborhoods and their white lives posting black squares.
1: Uh, Danian says, will there be an MLB season? Yes. And David wants us to talk baseball, too. Well, I can break down a Korean league big time. <laughs> you can tell me about the KBO. Tell me everything.
2: It's fun, man. If it was, if it was on at a more convenient time, I would know a lot more about it. It's just not a convenient time, obviously, in the states, particularly in the western portion of the country, because it's on at two in the morning. Yeah, it, it, I think it goes on at East Coast like uh, five five thirty, so. You know, if you're working, although I don't, for, for us, I mean, I could have it on. We could have the television on with the sound down, which we always do in the studio. So if it would start at like 5.30 Mountain Time, we would get there in time to watch the latter innings. I would watch it. Something to do. And great thing about sports, for me anyway, is I could pay attention with zero sound. And have a good idea of what's going on. But when we have these shows on the ESPN networks or whatever, and they're basically talk shows with the sound down, it's almost impossible to follow along.
1: Jared Stidham projected his Patriots starting quarterback next season. That's the topic right now. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, you don't know what they're saying.
1: No, you don't. You just see the banner and you know the topic.
2: And that's a legitimate topic. That would be because the NFL is king. And that's. You know, if there was nothing going on right now, uh, we'd probably be done with the NBA Finals and we'd be preparing for the NBA draft, the calendar. And so nationally, today, there wouldn't be necessarily a lot going on literally today. So that's a legitimate topic. You know, is that young man going to replace Tom Brady? Somebody is. And right now, it looks like he's the leader to replace him. I don't know how that's going to play out when we get to the season, And what they do, for all I know, they could be waiting to sign Cam Newton. He arrives and he wins the starting job. But I I think that's a legitimate topic to discuss. I don't have any problem with that topic.
1: Well, when I see that, I wonder, I I think there's like three paths here. One is the one you just said, that we don't know who their starting quarterback is yet. And it could be Cam Newton, right? He's unsigned, so there's that possibility. That's one. Two is that Stidham's going to be good. They know it. We don't know it yet because we haven't seen him seen him play a lot. But, hey, at some point you got to commit to a young guy and maybe he's got a rep and maybe he doesn't depending on where he played in college and you know, how successful the team was. There's that. And then the other thought, which is a little hard to believe, and yet in a way it wouldn't be that far off the Patriot brand, is that they think Stidham's just a guy, and he'll come out and be a guy, and they've let a lot of people go all over the field, right? I mean, we know locally Kyle Van Noy because he played at BYU. But they've let guys go. They're taking cap hits this year. They're writing this year off. They're going to draft Clemson's quarterback. They're going to go 2-14. They're just going to take the hit, but they're going to get the finances in order. Draft the next, who they think is the next big-time quarterback, and away they go. Are the Patriots really taking a year off after two decades of winning? That you just you can't win forever, you gotta reload at some point, and that's what they're doing.
2: See, look at you. Now, I personally have no desire to break down who the hell the starting quarterback for the Patriots is gonna (laughs) be. But you just did. But that's more than just the starting quarterback. (laughs)
1: That's the the direction of the franchise. You know, are they gonna be good after Brady? And if so, how quickly and and who will be the, the QB and the star? And we'll care about the Patriot brand for a while, but if they can't get it together, we'll just move on. You know, Kansas City looks like they'll be good. Baltimore looks like they'll be good. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Pittsburgh will have to live the same story as New England. So away we go.
2: Man, you're really you're taking it to a higher level. Way to break it down.
1: I can I'm saying. I, I know blonde, this because I know this because I'm reading their lips, PK. I have a skill.
2: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Did you hear about the blonde who said to the brunette, "What does IDK stand for"? And the Brunette said, I don't know. And the Blonde said, why doesn't anybody know? <laughs> now, who's going to be the Patriots backup? Don't know, PK. Don't know how to I like how out. you just went to BYU, totally eliminating Utah. They let Eric Rowe go, too. No, but you go Van Horn or a Van Noy.
1: Oh, then you go to Utah. Did you do that on purpose? Was that an accident? I screwed it up. More topics on uh, things that people want us to talk about. That's the question of the morning. What should we talk about today? Brady wants to talk about the range of PK's
2: voice. Well, I had good range as a third baseman, and I have good range uh, octavally. Octavally? Mm-hmm.
1: What word is that? Octavally.
2: It stems from the root word octave. (laughs) Octave
1: Octavally.
2: Look it up. (laughs) Just
1: keep... Just keep throwing stuff against the wall, see what sticks.
2: That's that. That's that. Did you know uh, how did the blonde try to kill the bird? How? She threw it off the cliff.
1: <laughs> Yak <Yuck> laughed. <laughs> Steve says the topic of the morning should be tacos. <laughs> Oddly enough, we had tacos last night. But it's
0: Taco Tuesday. It's not Taco Monday. Oh, yeah,
2: Taco Tuesday. On Do you know how to make a blonde go on a roof? How? Oh. Tell her drinks are on the house.
1: But a Bing. <laughs> how many more you got on this website, PK?
2: Hundreds, man. <laughs> <laughs> Three blondes walk into a building. you think one of them would have seen it.
1: <laughs> Man. <laughs> you want coronavirus updates now, don't you, people?
0: Open up a can of worms that cannot be put back in.
2: Preach to us on race, DJ, how people should... And people. another thing.
1: <laughs> uh... I do see people going back and forth on Twitter and wonder uh, what what that's leading to and how, how many people are really enjoying that. Maybe the two <laughs> people who are doing it. Does this really appeal to the masses or is this just for the two of you?
2: I think that it is uh, somewhat of a waste of time, man. It's a futile exercise. It's not real communication. It's just, you're just banging your head against the wall over and over again. Uh, we, we, and, and I don't know that these things will ever be discussed the way they should be. <laughs> it's just, I, it'll, it'll be one-sided from whatever person's perspective they bring, and, and, and away we go.
1: And there are some people who just don't want to change their behavior at all. And we think it's outside the norm and out of bounds, and it's bad, And it's but are, are they going to be impacted by any discussion? I mean, you think leaving a... a I think leaving a noose in a NASCAR garage is a good idea. What am I going to say to you that's going to convince you? You think that's a good idea. I, I think a lot of us think that's a horrible idea, but I don't know that talking to you is going to make any difference.
2: But is that ever going to be eliminated? Aren't there always going to be freaks out there, unfortunately?
1: I'd like to say it's going to be eliminated, but not in my lifetime, and I can't even guarantee
2: you after that. So. It, it doesn't appear so, and that's unfortunate.
1: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. What you watching, we're getting to that. And then, the always entertaining Kurt Cragthorpe, who allegedly was going to retire, but you know he writes a little bit for Fairways Media and for the Salt Lake Tribune. Kurt's here at 8 o'clock. Stay with us.
2: Now let's get this party started.
0: This is Hans Olson and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. I have my own concerns of what happens when 40,000 students return to campus and they're going to parties and they're living in close confines and dorms. You know, as a chance, it's kind of a recipe for disaster, but they can't not have school. There's too much on the line. So they're going to welcome students back. They're going to play college football. I think the thing that we're starting to grapple with with college football is we might start the season on time, but we might not finish it on time. Because if Texas has 13 players, that's Positive during voluntary workouts, science. it doesn't really affect anything. If they had five players test positive uh, the week of the Oklahoma game, those five players can't play anyway, if they came in contact with them after foreign quarantined. You know, does that lead to the cancellation of the game? It's going to be the weirdest season ever because I think that that's going to happen from time to time. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280, the zone in the Zone Sports Network. <laughs> With a little extra time on your hands, it's time to talk about what we're doing to kill time. What did you watch last night? With DJ and PK on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Too much time on my hands. Too much time on my hands.
1: So I ate a late lunch yesterday, PK. I flipped on the TV, seeing what was on. NBC Sports Network had uh, English soccer on. Man City was beating the snot out of Burnley. But the announcers, as they turned it on, were talking about the, how they were piping in the crowd noise. And they were saying, if you don't want this, you can go to their stream and hear it and just hear the voices. And a lot of people want to hear you know, what players are saying to each other, how they're communicating. Maybe you can hear you know, people on the sidelines screaming directions. So when the NBA comes back, I was wondering, do, do fans want the crowd noise piped in? It's obviously going to be an empty gym in the Disney complex in Orlando. Or do they literally want to hear everything that's yelled, which obviously could be whatever Quinn is saying. But, you know, assistant coaches, right? Uh, Alex Jensen or Johnny Bryan or whoever, or the players talking to each other. Or do you miss the comfort of the crowd noise and a roar when someone makes a great play? You, you have a sense what the people want. You are a man of the people. What do you think the people want?
2: Well, I think we've already had that in golf. I think we're starved for the competition. So if I have to accept it for what it is, I will do that. Because under the situation, you know, they announced for golf that the, uh, what is it, the U.S. Open? Is that where it's going to be in the Bay Area? And they're not going to have any uh, people there? No fans? No, I would prefer that. You know, it it adds something. It's it's usual. You know, when I I go to the Phoenix Open every year, I've gone for several years, and then I come home in time to on Sunday turn it on and you're used to uh, the people screaming and yelling and it, you know, by Sunday the Phoenix Open isn't near uh the the outrageousness that it is on uh Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in terms of the crowds. Uh but if it's not there as it hasn't been the last 2 weeks, I don't care. I mean, I'm watching Webb Simpson do his thing this Sunday. this past Sunday a couple of days ago. Uh, you know he's playing well down the stretch. They had a weather, a couple weather delays throughout the tournament. and he got again it was very late. Uh, what did it finish like uh, what a quarter to six or quarter to seven, I think maybe our time. Uh, and I was fixated on the actual golf. So when the time comes for the the basketball, we use that as the primary example. I'll be fixated on the basketball, the actual competition, the actual playing of the game, and I'll adjust. It'll be different, but I'll make the adjustment because I know it's not long-term. And, yeah, I'd prefer it to be the traditional thing that we have, but it won't be an obstacle. It won't hinder my enjoyment, and it won't lessen the impact because, as I've said many, many times, I go to games to watch the games. I don't go for the cheerleaders. I don't go for the halftime entertainment. I don't go for the timeout music and all that stuff. And I realize some people do, and that adds to the atmosphere. And I've got zero problem with it. It's just not my thing. I don't go to see, wow, they're wearing uniform combo 14. I don't care about that. Whatever Whatever uniforms they wear doesn't matter to me how they play is what matters. That's what draws me in, the actual competition. So in my mind, it'll have zero effect knowing that they're doing the best they could under the circumstances. I understand that. That's an unusual set of circumstances. So it won't impact, lessen, or add, or any detract any form of enjoyment. The competition will be where I'm at, just like they have been with the golf.
1: So you'll get a better sense of the competition than if you can hear the players and the coaches. What the co- what I don't
2: the- really care about that.
1: Really, I think a lot of people no. like to know what Joe Ingles is saying. How many of his little yeah? Comments- but
2: I see. I I think I think that they will adjust though. They will not. It will not be the same. They'll they'll realize that. There's no crowd noise, whatever it might be, and that they can be heard. So they're not going to be their normal selves. It's like the Little League thing when they mic the coaches at the Little League World Series. Come on, Johnny. Nice try. Meanwhile, when they're uh, not being mic'd, what the hell were you thinking, Johnny? Bend down and make that play. We've gone over that a thousand times. Come on. They're going to adjust. So you're not going to get the true sense of what you normally would if there were crowd noises. So you're not going to be able to hear Joe because he's not going to say the same stuff. So it won't be just a regular game put in a situation like this, like the Thunder and the Jazz a couple years back. That was a heated series. It seems like they had a bunch of face-bumping constantly right and shoulder bumping and they were talking trash all the time well if there's nobody there they're not going to do that as much they know full well that every little thing they say is going to get picked up so it won't be as much as it normally would be so i don't think that will be an issue either way
1: the little league coaches were the best example that's like well you can't you know you can't put a camera in there without changing people's behavior yeah go (laughs) go watch youth sports that'll tell you
2: uh you see anything good yesterday I did, yeah. I watched a thing on Dustin Johnson, and it was fascinating to me because he was sort of a screw up growing up, and he was just relying on his talent. You had his high school coaches talking about, you know, he didn't really want to practice. He didn't take it seriously, and his academics were not very good. So he goes to coastal Carolina in, uh, what's that, I think, that in Myrtle Beach, and he meets a college coach who just says, Dustin, you've got the world at your feet, but you're going to blow it, son. And you need to get it in order, and I'm paraphrasing here big time. And so he had some of Dustin Johnson's childhood friends said that that college coach is largely responsible for Dustin. And there's another man who is largely responsible for Dustin. And Dustin had some personal issues where he had to step away from the tour for six months, and there was some speculation about what all that was about. And there was another man who said, you got a world of talent, don't screw this up, here's what you need to do, and that is, I don't know if he's married to her, but he's had children through her. That's uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. And so Wayne, obviously, the premier hockey player of his generation and likely of all time, was on there talking about what he was telling Dustin, and he was getting in Dustin's face and saying, Dustin, man, you need to think about Tiger Woods. Tiger wants to win every tournament. He wants to just dominate. That's your mindset. Forget this. Oh, so I'll win, and then I'll see you six weeks later. Almost like a Greg Oster tag thing to relate it locally. You know, he'd have one good game every few weeks, and and then I'd always Joe Gordon would go in there, and he'd say, and he'd ask him, "How come you can't do this?" And Greg would say, ah, "I don't know, Gordon. It just <laughs> seemed like that, that that thing was played out. You know, once a month." And uh, Dustin Johnson obviously has gone on uh, to be one of the better golfers in his generation, certainly, and he's known, he hits the ball a long way, but he's known for more than that, and it got me wondering, how many athletes out there, men, women, who could be something, but got sidetracked for whatever the reason and didn't have the guidance for whatever the reason you and I, you know that I know someone extremely close who had an opportunity, but got all sorts of sidetracked with stuff because there was all sorts of issues and never came close to fulfilling his talent. And how many guys, are out there like that. And with Dustin Johnson had been a casualty if he didn't go to Coastal Carolina where he had a coach who somehow made the connection and then he gets hooked up with Gretzky's daughter and Gretzky is in basically in his face telling him what he needs to do. It's very interesting to see how many guys would fall, have fallen off that we never know about.
1: A lot. A very big number. Ron McBride... If you talk to him about his foundation, and he works with elementary schools and doing after-school programs. And I asked him once about that, like, Mac, everybody thought you'd be working with college kids or maybe with high school kids to get them to college. And he said, no. He said when he would go to recruit, you know, he coached a long time, and he, he, he knew whole extended families. And he says, you see kids get off track between kindergarten and third grade. They go through stuff, stuff happens, and you watch them grow up, and you know them, but you don't recruit them because you know they can't exist in this organized environment that college football requires. He says, but you can't, you're trying to help them in seventh or eighth grade. It's stuff that happened to them when they were much younger. He says, honestly, he says, I think stuff happens to kids before they're even in kindergarten. But with schools, you know, that's the earliest that you can reach out and try and make a difference. Um, So you, you take a guy who's done that his whole life, and he sums up everything he's seen his whole life, and he's like, well, yeah, I'm really bonding with these college kids, but you really got to help them between kindergarten and third grade because there's a lot of kids getting off track. There's stuff they go through, and you know, they don't get the help they need then, and that gets them behind, and they just, they just don't fit in in the college environment. All right, DJ and PK coming up next. Kirk is going to join us. Syringa Networks bringing you to DJ and PK. Syringa Networks is home to complete business telecom and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communications for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net.